Welcome to the Audacious Intent Podcast with Imani Harris. This podcast is for the visionary woman who is ready to create the flexibility and freedom they desire by standing boldly in their authority. I can't wait to share tips and inspiration to keep you pressing forward in your journey so you can continue to shine as the queen that you are. All right, queen, let's dive on into today's topic. Do you find it difficult some days to really be hopeful, to have gratitude, to look at what's going right instead of what's going wrong? Is it sometimes so hard to really reflect on who you are and what you see and know about yourself? Or maybe you're dealing with a difficult time, a difficult diagnosis, a difficult loss of a relationship, and it is just insurmountable to even focus on yourself. Well, I want to give you hope in knowing that there is a connection between hope and how we love each other, but also how we love and view ourselves. Because when we aren't intentional in focusing and reflecting on who we are, our values, morals, ideals, the qualities that we admire about ourselves, how we see ourselves in everything that we do, how we project that to others, is really tied into how hopeful or hopeless we move and go about our daily tasks and routines. Because more often than not, and we so often don't realize it, that unconsciously or consciously, how we view, love, and treat ourselves is a reflection to everyone else on exactly how they, in turn, should treat us. So if we are not intentional about showing self-love to ourselves, We can't expect it from those around us, those we care about, and those we come into contact with day in and day out. It also in turn makes it difficult for them as well to instill hope in you when you don't have hope yourself. And that's not saying that you can't have bad days. Or have one of those energy depleting days. But it becomes a problem when we insist on staying in those days. And then those days turn into weeks. Then they turn into months. And then they turn into years. And we are still on that same frequency that is not really serving us. And is only further draining us from looking into the hope and the open opportunities of what is still available for each and every one of us. Today, 
I want to share five ways to have hope and increase your self-love on yourself. Because remember, again, we reflect out what we desire to see and desire to receive, whether we are intentional about it or we're not. It still happens as we go about and move through our days. The first key is start the day with something positive about yourself. If this is something you're not used to, that's okay. Go ahead and acknowledge where you are and start from there. Because if you really pause, stop, and reflect and think back on some of the conversations you've had with friends, co-workers, or family, or even in your conversations in God with God, or when you're looking at yourself in the mirror, what are you speaking over yourself? Are you constantly criticizing that the extra 10 pounds you may have or your hair is not long or short enough or your waist is not thin enough or you wish your teeth were more straight? Whatever that criticism is, is that the norm for you to pick yourself apart instead of recognizing what is right about you? How unique you are, how divine you are, how worthy you are, how beautiful you are, how loved you are by God. All of your qualities and traits that draw people to you in a positive way. Because when we start our day a certain way, guess what? It actually precedes how the rest of the day is going to go. So if you automatically start the day with what is wrong about you or that you think is wrong about you, you are attracting and drawing more negativity into you. And your day doesn't go the way you desire. But when you start the day, it's giving yourself accolades, having gratitude, reminding you about everything that is right about you, that you love, that is your special sauce, that's your uniqueness that you bring to the table, what makes you fun, what makes you the life and light of your circle of friends. That is going to give you a different perspective to go through the day with because you're already starting on a high note. You are commanding and declaring how your day is going to be because you are reminding yourself before it even starts that you are the bomb.com and you are going to sparkle and shine like a diamond that day. Even if you may not be feeling at your best, the more that we speak that greatness into the atmosphere, those pleasing and loving traits, we will in turn learn to actually live them out. But if we don't let them out of our heads and become vocal, it's going to be difficult to take that inner work required to shift those words and thoughts around to what is pleasing about you instead of what you feel you need to fix 
about you. It is so easy for us to focus on the not so good or what's not going right that we completely overshadow what is going right. So when we start the day loving on ourselves, guess what? We are now setting the atmosphere and the energy to others to show them, hey, you can love me too, but guess what? You can love yourself as well. The second key is don't believe everything you think. Now, I know you're probably saying, Amani, that is easier said than done, or Amani, what are you talking about? But we have to remember that all of the thoughts and words that have been spoken over us or even to ourselves through the different experiences that we have encountered in life, they are still in a certain channel or section of your brain that comes up as that inner critic to criticize you when you're about to go do something new and unfamiliar. That causes you to doubt and question your idea and your next move. Instead of working with you to give you the insight and clarity you need to put some steps into place. Because that inner critic is who you were at that point in time when you were so carefree and then whatever that situation and circumstance was, flip the switch and now you're stuck there. And so your inner critic is that coping mechanism, or as some people say, it is your younger you who is still trying to protect you from everyone and everything, even if what you're about to encounter is not bad. And so those inner critic words, those limiting beliefs is what oftentimes than not keeps us stuck right where we are. Because it paralyzes us from moving forward and being open to the possibilities that are still out there for us to possess. So when those thoughts come up, that's when we have to be intentional to pause, stop and reflect and be like, wait a minute, where is this thought coming from and why is it coming up now? When you may have not been thinking about it for a while. And then decide why is it causing you to be uncomfortable. And a lot of times it's because it's unknown what's new. It's unfamiliar what you're desiring to embark upon. You may have not ever done it or even seen anyone else do it. And you're having to blaze this new trail by yourself to be able to help other people to do it. And so your brain, that limiting belief, that inner critic is going to do what it thinks is right to protect you and say, no, nah, just stay here, it's safe. But what we have to remember and realize that our, the greatest things that we are to have on this earth and in our life takes work. In order for us to grow, we have to be okay with getting uncomfortable a lot. Not sometimes, not when we feel like it, not every now and again, but a lot because the uncomfortableness is where our true growth resides. We don't grow when we're safe. We don't grow when we're comfortable. 
But we grow when we give ourselves permission to take that first step of faith to embark on what it is that God has placed in front of us. The third key is surround yourself with the right people. That's going to mean you may have to let go of some folks. That's going to require you to get rid of toxic relationships because they were safe. But you can't stay safe all the time because, again, remember, for key number two, you don't grow unless you get uncomfortable. It's okay to evaluate relationships and really decide, are you both providing positivity and pouring into each other? Is it a one-sided relationship? How do you feel when you encounter that person? Are you excited to talk to them or see them? Or do you already be like, oh my gosh, here we go. They're going to have something negative to say. Oh, do I have to answer this phone call? Here they go, call it. How are you feeling when they come to mind? Are you serving them well as well as they are serving you well? Are you loving in that relationship or are you constantly being negative and tearing down maybe not even yourself but other people in this season and time you need the right people around you who are going to pray for you who are going to support you who are going to empower you and they're going to hold you accountable in love because they know there is greater for you And they don't want you to stay safe because they have seen a glimpse of your potential that is still on the inside of you that is yet to be untapped. They see that there is opportunities and resources available for you to pursue that could make your life more manageable with what you're dealing with. But you now have to unlearn to relearn some things. They're going to support you when you're stuck, but they're not going to allow you to remain stuck. They're going to help you see the solutions of how things can be better for you. The fourth key ties into number two, which is stop comparing yourself to everyone else. We get so wrapped up in that with the limiting belief and, you know, imposter syndrome and the shiny objects. And, you know, we're working and looking at everyone else and we're thinking that we're not competent because we're looking at what they're doing. But guess what? Their journey is their journey and yours is yours. There is no comparison required or needed. Because it's not even a fair assessment of where you are versus where they are. Because at the end of the day, we don't really know the full story about anybody that we see on social media. Or that we encounter day by day of how they really got to where they are in this present day and time. We don't know the struggle and sacrifices they may have had to endure and take to get them where they are. And it's the same thing for you. They may not see what you are enduring and struggling and fighting for and going through in your day to day because they don't see all of that. They see you after you've gone through the trial. And you're standing in your victory. Or they only see and hear what you choose to show them, even if that may not be the real assessment of where you are. 
But when you have focused on the first four keys, you won't feel like you can't be your authentic self. You will be empowered to be transparently you to as far as it's comfortable for you. Because you have to judge and evaluate what you can and cannot say to certain people because they may not be able to handle it. And there's nothing wrong with that. You have the power to know what you can and cannot control based off of what you share and also what you receive. Because you're not in control of what people say, they do, or think. You're only in control of how you respond to those things. You have the choice in whether you're going to allow yourself to constantly go back to one and criticize yourself based off where you think you should be. Instead of being content where you are, knowing you're at the pace and grace that is best for your situation to get you to your next. And the final key, which is the most important is celebrate your wins regardless of the size there is nothing like ending your day to reflect on what went right that day for you because again so often we're focusing on what didn't go right what distraction came up what hindrance came up what negative words were spoken over ourselves what comment that shook us on social media that derailed our whole day we're focusing on the negativity instead of focusing on what went right and especially we don't celebrate the small things because we completely negate and overlook them because we are so focused on the end going mind. And until we get there, we feel we can't celebrate. But you should give yourself grace and permission to celebrate every single move you make, every single milestone you accomplish. Because guess what? At the end of every day. You will have more wins of celebration more than the losses you may have experienced. But we have to give ourselves time to really pause, stop, reflect, and evaluate what those were. Because if not, we will easily overlook them, get frustrated going into the next day. But as we are intentional, of focusing on these five keys. One, start the day with something positive about yourself. That's how you can rock the day out, is starting with a good start about who you are to yourself. Key two, don't believe everything you think. That inner critic is real. Imposter syndrome is real. Those thoughts are going to come, but it's still you have control on what you decide to do with those thoughts. Key three, surround yourself with the right people. Surround yourself with people who are going to pour into you positively and not deplete your energy reserve and leave you with nothing. Make sure that your cup is being refilled every day so that you can give from the overflow of the abundance of you making sure that you are okay. Key number four, stop comparing yourself to everyone else. Each of our journeys is different and created distinctly for us as an individual based on where we are and where we're going. 
And finally, key five, celebrate your wins no matter what the size. Because as you focus more on what is good, what is pleasing, that glass half full instead of glass half empty, that is going to empower you to keep the momentum going no matter how small or big those wins were throughout the day. I hope this episode was a blessing to you and served you in a profound way and showed you how important self-love is to hope because if we don't start with ourselves, how can we expect to see and grasp hope for and from others? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I would love to have you connect with me and please be sure to get the printable of 30 keys of hope and self-love in the show notes. Thank you again for listening to this episode and I hope you continue to soar and shine in everything that you do. This has been the Audacious Intent Podcast with Imani Harris. Thank you so much for joining. I hope that what you heard today was helpful to you. If you have feedback on today's episode, feel free to message hello at audaciouslymade.com. I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to join me again next time for another episode of education and empowerment to stand boldly in your life and business. Thanks for listening and continue to shine in everything you do.